It's Friday. Looks like we made it. Uh, hang on. We almost aren't going to make it. That thing's going to talk in a few months. I'm Jake Levin Payne. This is Friday's edition, Friday, October 14th, 2022 edition of Things You Might Have Heard. Welcome to the day, which has been on, on for almost six hours so far, at least here in the Central Time Zone. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. We're going to provide for you eight news stories that were vetted by you guys out there as conversational things that happened in the last 30 hours that are worth getting a good start on that will probably actually uh, be updated throughout the day for longer times and longer um, chatterbot stuff. So, so get your coffee chat off early this morning with these great stories and continue on throughout the day. Stop by our main website, which is this is a conversation project.com for more details on things we do, ways you can help us out, and ways that we can maybe help you out as well. Let's get into the stories very, very quickly to keep things moving. Starting off with the top story. Now, it wasn't a top ranked story. We'll talk about that in a moment. But this is a story that we put out there. It happened middle of the day. And I was a little afraid because it didn't get the big response that I thought it would that we wouldn't be talking about this one. But we are. House January 6th committee subpoenas former President Donald Trump. What does this mean? Well, it, it means a lot more than than I thought early on. I saw a report this morning uh, as people were breaking out what was going on of all the actual presidents who've actually been subpoenaed. And pretty much they've all shown up um, when they had to. Uh, most of them were congressional subpoenas where they've asked to talk about various things. Actually, George Washington and uh, Abraham Lincoln were both subpoenaed to, to go before Congress to talk about things, uh, essentially how the war was going or how the wars were going in those cases. Uh, various other presidents going back and forth. Now, now Nixon actually won a case, uh, the first case to try to get his tapes not uh, presented before the world, essentially. Congress, um, they subpoenaed him for that, and that got blocked back. But then a criminal subpoena came in. Of course, he had to relieve those tapes. And of course, weeks later, he resigned as a presidency. Ironically, Gerald Ford had to uh, was subpoenaed to, to present before Congress uh, to um, explain why he pardoned Richard Nixon and things like that. <laughs> what does this mean for Donald Trump? Well, this, like we said, this House subpoena doesn't necessarily have to be uh, recognized, although. All the people who did not recognize th this one for this committee have had some issues. Steve Bannon, particularly, uh, having to do some jail time for not talking up for this one. So we're going to see how this thing basically comes out down to. Uh, one of the things that have been the issue in the Donald Trump presidency and the Donald Trump um, removal from presidency is the fact that president is being set uh, not so much for this guy, because he just doesn't really care and, and may not have the capacity to understand it. But for the next guy who actually sees this happening and has a plan and can make it work. Essentially, we've had a trial run to see what could happen. We see how badly people don't know what they're doing can do. What happens when people who do know what they're doing try to do it? We shall see. Hopefully not. But we shall see if Donald Trump actually makes the subpoena, goes before uh, this, the House committee, whether the House committee will exist 30 days from now after the um, midterm elections, whether it'll just dissolve it and basically subpoena all the people on the committee and send them to jail, we shall see. Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz avoids the death penalty as jury recommends a life sentence. This is going to be a uh, bit of a, a tugger at your hearts, if you will. Uh, but after it finally got the chance to actually take this young man to trial, definitely young man by now, um, the jury went over all the evidence, all the pictures, all the heartbreaking moments again. 
and were able to come to the decision that the death penalty, the death, the death penalty is not on the option, not, not one to go with. They're going to send them to life in jail. Um, it's with, and that, that is their choice. We've seen a lot of things this week with some crazy um, jury announcements. Of course, I didn't broadcast yesterday and didn't realize that I, that meant it each just talk, talk about um, uh, the issue uh, with um, Alex Jones, you know, basically being told he has to pay a billion dollars for restitution. We're not going to go into that right now, but this is an issue uh, where it's up to the jury to find. Now we're finding out some issues um, behind the scenes things. There might've been some turmoil, some trouble, a little beefing inside the jury room. We'll, get more details i guess coming soon on that one but the final decision for this one assuming you know no serious appeal is that nicholas cruz the parkland high school shooter will get the life sentence in jail he will not go to um whatever form of death penalty florida has right now white mormon woman revealed to be alleged mistress of nia long's fiance ima uduka um so I was going to be, I was, I was preparing myself for a little bit of a tongue lashing this morning because you guys voted this one as the number two most engaging story of the day. And I don't think I posted much of anything on this whole thing. I had, it was a slow night. So I filled a bunch of stuff in the night before with this one, as opposed to the very slow catch up of Donald Trump and his being subpoenaed. Now he's going to, like we talked about him, he was in the rain. So we did that, but there's a whole lot more action for the white Mormon woman, and why is it white Mormon woman? Because a black blog posted it. Then it was for Donald Trump, uh, you know, trying to destroy the democracy. It's a little weird. It's a little odd, but it is what it is. Click the link for more of this story. the 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 bottom line is Nia Long, America's sweetheart, uh, it was engaged to um, Ume Unduka, who was a, a coach for the Boston Celtics. Uh, and then they broke it off because of rumors of affair. And now apparently they fingered the woman who is the woman and she is a white Mormon woman, white Mormon woman. Why does that matter? I'm not sure it does, but it does make it harder to say. It does make it to a, a bit of a tongue twister and it does make it more interesting. It got your attention because you guys wanted to talk about it. So we did. We also want to talk about Jamie Foxx. He was denied entry at Cardi B's recent birthday party. Not so much because he's Jamie Foxx, but because... Basically, nobody knew he was coming. He showed up with too many folks in his posse, and they had no space for him. They're at capacity. They couldn't move him in. That's what happened. That's the story. Jimmy Fox isn't denied because there's a beef between him and Cardi. He got denied because he decided that night too many folks were rolling with him, and he couldn't you know, set him aside. You can agree or disagree. That's, that's all I got on that one. Meanwhile, Deshaun Watson faces a new lawsuit from a 25th woman for alleged incident in December 2020. Deshaun Watson has a whole lot of clauses in his Cleveland um, contract for football that has to do with, you know, the whole massage thing and therapy thing. Basically, he can't go out and get a massage from a from a random person or a regular a licensed person. He has to have some trainer show up and do it. It must be vetted by the organization. And um, essentially, uh, who can touch him is a big deal. Of the 24 women who alleged there were issues before, Here's a new one. This incident, 2020, only two years ago, outside of the big scope of all the, the allegations. Now, why is this woman coming outside of the big scope of allegations? Those things are always a bit suspect, but let's let this thing play itself out. We had a lot of issues and a lot of reasons to believe Deshaun Watson 
wasn't doing the greatest thing in the world when he was having the issues with the other women. So let's hear this one out, see how it goes, and judge on the back end. Right now, there's a new charge out. There's new allegations, new calls with lawyers. We're going to have calm heads and not just shake our fingers. We probably eventually will have to shake our fingers. I'm shaking my fingers at this one right here. The Voice announces Blake Shelton's departure after 2023 season and sets Kelly Clarkson's return. The next season, The Voice will have um, a chance to rapper Kelly Clarkson's back. Uh, Blake Shelton's in. I can't remember who the fourth person is in, but it's not Gwen Stefani. And after this season, Blake Shelton is stepping away. Being one of the original hosts of the show, and they have, you know, the seasons don't really matter at this point, but essentially it's a show that's been on, you know, a good seven, eight years or so. Uh, so uh, it, it, he's basically taking a break. Now, he's not breaking away from, you know, from the other, you know, side stuff going on. Of course, during the voice uh, stuff, he met his fiance, now wife, uh, Gwen Stefani. I think they're married. And, um, you, you know, that all happened. He got divorced. That all happened. Uh, but right now, the roller coaster that is the voice is going to be voiceless from Blake Shelton coming up after this upcoming season. Is he your favorite voice uh, coach or is Kelly Clarkson coming back going to be more joy for you? You can chat that thing up. Let us know what you think in those stories. Bruno Mars withdraws Silk Sonics from Grammy Awards consideration. Now, Bruno Mars and Silk Sonic uh, already was up for consideration, but they're basically pulled themselves out because it's voluntary. The whole ramp up to getting up to this was a big meteoric rise. And Bruno Mars is saying, you know, thanks so much. We love the fact y'all just loved our music. So we're going to back away. The Grammy Association wrote a nice letter saying thanking uh, Bruno Mars for just being a great performer, thanking uh, his um, sidekick and so and Silk Sonic for just making great music. Is there something bigger in this? I don't know. Does Bruno Mars just think I got too much awards, got too many of these things around the house? They just make a mess. I don't know. Um, if there's some beefing going on back and forth, I guess we'll find out sooner or later as people start digging into it. Remember, I'm just a news aggregator. I don't actually go out and you know do any, any actual reporting of anything but uh we're going to find out what this goes on with this does seem like a good sportsmanship type thing it just seems like uh bruno mars is kind of you know giving back a little bit from what's going on but if there's something a bit bigger than this i guess we'll find out soon maybe they're breaking up i guess they can do that south carolina church investigating student pastor who gave teens i heart hot you pastor sticker I need you to go to the description wherever you're getting this thing from and click on the link for the story and read it because it's a it's a bit of a head scratcher. It's a bit of a, um, a brain teaser. It's kind of, it seems kind of dumb, but it is. Remember, you know, five, six, seven years back when there was that big sort of um, meme, if you will, of, you know, all these pastors talking about their hot wives and things like that because, you know, pastors have hot wives now. And it just became the thing where it's like, why are you even doing this? You're supposed to be talking about Jesus. Nobody needs you to talk about your hot wife. Jesus didn't talk about his hot wife there. Um, some reason, a South Carolina um, teen pastor, a youth pastor decided this sticker was cool to have. He gave it to their students because they're teenagers. They they showed it to people, and now people are all up in arms, as they should be. Read the story, get deeper in details, and let me know what you think about this in the comments, wherever you are getting this, either from the podcast, the audio version, or uh, in the videos, wherever they happen to be. Or in the newsletter. Emails back in the newsletter. We can do that as well. Chat at us on the Twits, and we can take care of those, too. Let's tease a story we might talk about come Monday. Fed up NFL fans are demanding Amazon refund Prime membership after back-to-back -back terrible 
to Thursday night football games. Amazon Prime is the exclusive home to Thursday Night Football. Thursday Night Football uh, dreamed up by the NFL as a way to spread out the football days, make a little extra money, do the extra jerseys. That's the days they had the, like the full-colored um, jerseys that people couldn't see on TV. Uh, now that it's become a staple, you know, it's, it's not it's not been there forever, but it's been there long enough to be a staple. Uh, Amazon paid a lot of money so they can get their hands on football exclusively. And guess what? The games have been bad. The the um, the reception has been bad, like the reception, if you had a TV, it would be bad. The, the the experience has been horrible. And Al Michaels can't fix, can't go out there and fix the satellite and, and re-plug in the router and reset the, uh, uh, the the internet box while he's doing the stuff. He can only do so much stuff. Uh, but Amazon is having issues. We'll go deeper into that come Monday if you deem this one worthy of the chit-chat. How do you do that? Follow us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, and you can tell us what stories are best. The more engagement you give to a story in the social media feeds, better chance we have to talk about it. Facebook.com slash this is the conversation and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation on Monday because we have a bigger expanded version. We have more days to count and more stories to count. We're going to choose from the top 30 stories of about 90 or so we'll post over the weekend, and we'll choose from those and give you 10 top stories. If this one makes the top 30, it is in. So if you want to talk about uh, NFL and TFN being Thursday Night Football and Amazon Prime just not getting it done, you can make that happen. You can also make things happen here with the Conversation Project by just keeping us afloat by visiting our sponsors. This is a sponsor that will take care of you, and this is Fundrise. Fundrise is a company that manages um, a portfolio of real estate that you can buy into just like you buy into your stocks and your mutual funds. Go to thisisaconversationproject.com slash Fundrise. This is a conversation project.com slash Fundrise. I joined Fundrise this year in January, and we're going to see uh, in a few months exactly how my full year to date goes. But my Fundrise portfolio, which is not a massive portfolio, uh, has been positive all year long. And why I'm doing Fundrise again this week is because I just received literally yesterday, uh, this week I received two messages from Fundrise as they're telling how things are going. One about the third quarter and how it's performing and one about my actual performance this year and how they're looking forward to the future. The folks behind Fundrise are taking care of you. They're buying good properties. They're managing good properties. They're selling properties at good profit. And as I said, I am still at a positive for my investments this year in Fundrise in real estate, even with the market now at this point where it's about to go kind of topsy-turvy. We'll see what the next three or so months are going to have, going to have for, for this. But I've done pretty well with Fundrise. You may as well. Check it out at this is a conversation project.com slash fundrise. You don't have to put in like thousands of dollars. This is a simple, you know, pennies away type deal for you. And you'll get extra shares by joining right now in your in this window in your first month. And they'll also waive the advisory fees. Uh, they take a percentage of money off the top of what you invest to manage the fund. You get free money for the first 30 days, including extra shares by going to Fundrise. This is a conversationproject.com slash Fundrise. Check it out today. This is conversationproject.com is our main website where, as we say, we house this thing. So as a news, tertiary news source, as your news side piece, that's what we do to provide for you a uh, news that is sort of off the beaten path, that, that pastor sticker. Uh, that's something that definitely Rachel Maddow won't be talking about on Monday unless it gets really, really weird. 
Uh, but but uh, we'd like to think we provide for you the, the best stories out there, or links to the best stories, most conversational stories, so that we as a global audience can have better conversations on news and current events and politics and pop culture. Uh, you let us know how well we're doing. You just re- you know, basically with your responses. What we also love for to get you is your feedback on how we're doing this thing here and other things according to the conversation project. So check out the main website. We also have links for more sponsors. If there's another sponsor who could take care of you, partnership opportunities to help us keep things afloat. Uh, links to our YouTube and our podcast stuff and just other great resources to, to have out. It is found at our website. This is a conversation project. Today things include birthdays on today. Stephen A. Smith turning 55 years old today, and I'm sure he's going to shout a lot about that on his yakky yakky yak yak shows throughout the day. Usher, or as some people still say, Usher, because you know they're they can't get over jokes. 44 years old on the day. It's hard to believe that 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 young man starting off as a really young man um, performing and was remember his first video when he's doing this little dance and people are like yeah i don't know about this ursher kid apparently he proved us all wrong he's ruling the world and he's 44 years old on the day and jay farrow a uh, formerly of saturday night live comedian actor 35 years old today i have said on record that in the movie of my life my autobiographical movie it should be played me by jay farrow playing his impersonation of denzel washington that's what i want to see his impersonation of denzel washington playing me in the movie that's that you know i i i I marked it down that that's what i want to see we'll see if we make that happen today is national lowercase day as you can see the day is in lowercase i looked at five different websites and all it says is national lowercase day is october the 14th doesn't really explain why it exists doesn't explain what you're supposed to do about it they all say celebrate but that's just sort of a, a boilerplate thing to have in there but it's National Lowercase Day, and if you're going to school today, make sure your writing is not in all lowercase because we don't want you to lose any points on it. But if you're just kind of noodling around, then, you know, write your notes in lowercase. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't figure it out. All I know is it exists. It's today. It's been going on for quite some time. But nobody wants to explain about it. We don't talk about National Lowercase Day except on National Lowercase Day. And then we don't say much about it. I don't know. Ask Bruno. One last thing going out the door. One last fact, a long fact, if you will. You've probably felt it. More than two years into the pandemic, the world just feels all around grumpier and antisocial. We all have a little less time for one another's nonsense. Well, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. New research published in Plows One. Uh, finds that the personalities of Americans have, in fact, changed. They've gotten more unpleasant. We are more argumentative, less diligent in our home and work lives, less likely to strike up a conversation with strangers or call an old friend, and less excited about new things. That's like me, like my entire life. These To see how the pandemic affected us, researchers looked at the so-called big five personality traits, agreeabilityness, conscientiousness, extroversion, neurotism, and openness. I can say openness. I could probably spell openness. Typically, those traits are fairly stable. They can get better after therapy or worse after a major life trauma, and they shift 
predictably from when we're kids to when we reach get off my lawn age. That's me. Uh, by the by, the new study found a surprising shift during the, the pandemic, roughly equivalent to what they've expect from ten years of life, not two. So we've gotten grumpier because it's like we've literally got the old man grump going on. Uh, we is like it's experience from the two years of pandemic, all the pressures and all the whatever has been like living ten years in a compressed format, and because of that, we as Americans don't like each other as much. I'm not sure why Plus One had to do that survey. It's kind of obvious we as Americans don't like each other as much of what a lot of things happening out there. But um, now you've got proof that you can say why your um, why your um, your your coworkers is a grump. Although in contrast, you're probably just as grumpy as well. This has been things you might not have heard for Friday, October the fourteenth, two thousand twenty-two. Didn't quite get it under twenty minutes. We're working to keep it better, keep it pithy, keep it moving. I think that long thing on the, uh, the very long thing on the going out the door thing, obviously we were at 19 minutes at that point, but that I think it was, it was important. I think you learned something today. I think you got a piece from things you might have heard today. Your proof that everybody hates each other even more since the pandemic. I think that makes it worth it. Thank you so much for being a part of us for this entire week. I know I missed a day, and it was a great day of news, unfortunately. But thank you so much for being with us. Keep things going. Stop by our website, thisisconversationproject.com, and see what you would like to do to help us out. If we're providing great content, stop by one of our sponsors. Check out our partnerships things. Sign up for our newsletter. Make sure you're signed in for our YouTube page or YouTube link so you get the full video five days a week, just in case someone shared this with you. And you make sure you hit subscribe. So did you get the notification at 5.50 in the morning? We're doing our best. It's been kind of a, a weird week to hit things on time, but we're in the window. So make sure you are staying hydrated, staying limber, and staying on task. We've got a lot of mouth, my, my mouth clicks today. Pardon me for that one. You are you are very important to me. I may not know you personally. We may You may just be on the other side of the screen someplace. But I need you to watch my stuff, read my stuff, to listen to my stuff, so I have some stuff to do. So thank you for helping keeping my sanity going by being in the audience and helping with support if you do. The best way to support us is to follow us in the feeds and make sure you're being engaged so I know you know what to talk about, the good ones. And yes, if you want to talk about um, white Mormon women um, breaking up um, houses you know, with basketball wives, then I'm your puppet. Let's do this again on Monday, a full weekend of fun and festivities for hopefully for you all. Happy safe. See you Monday.